0: We've been talking about nuclear weapons. I want to shift to a doomsday weapon that Americans are slowly awakening to, but I think still sort of only have a vague knowledge of, and that's the EMP. So what is an EMP? Describe the extent of the damage that an EMP, if exploded over part of the United States, could cause, and tell us who of the countries out there has access to the technology for an EMP today.
1: Well, the technology for EMP is the technology to build a nuclear weapon and to have a rocket that can launch it to a high enough altitude where its long-range effects can be felt. Because when you you detonate a weapon at a very low altitude, you have a lot more to worry about the blast of the weapon and the thermal effects of the weapon and radiation. But when you detonate it up in space, a couple of hundred miles up, two, three hundred miles, you get much more powerful pulses because they interact with the Van Allen radiation belts that were discovered in 1958 by our first satellite, Explorer 1. And there's a series of pulses, E1, E2, and E3, that are emitted by a nuclear weapon. The first one is a very powerful high-frequency pulse that gets inside your surge protectors of your computers, your phones, and other things that run on the electric grid and basically fries the circuits. In modern uh, silicone uh, chips, which are in everything these days, there are countless ones, even in automobiles, uh, these things are 10 million times more sensitive than the electronics of 50 years ago, uh, vacuum tubes and that sort of thing. The uh, second, E2 is a weaker pulse, it's much like lightning, which our surge protectors work against now, but with your surge protectors uh, disabled, it would be like a burglar. The second burglar seeing an open door and going in and grabbing something without having to break in. And the third E3 is similar to a geomagnetic storm. It's a low-frequency pulse, a very long wave that can couple into the electric network and cascade for hundreds, even thousands of miles, slam into the big transformers in the network and fry them. So you have high and low-frequency vulnerability uh, and been very little work done on hardening which is not that expensive when you consider the trillions of dollars of investment and in the vast dependency of society. Uh, there are pessimists or skeptics who say that, you, know, you may destroy 10 or 20 percent or something of the network, but you're not going to get the whole thing. That would still be vast damage. And if the congressional panel that looked at it uh, was correct, in a worse case, if the uh, those who are uh, more pessimistic about how we can deal with this, you could see 90 percent or 100 percent of the uh, network taken out. And if that happens, you can't recover. It's not like out of a disaster or like a hurricane, where you have edge recovery, communities that bring in supplies, rebuild for you, house people who've been displaced. as happened after Katrina, for example. You don't have that edge recovery. In the case of the network, there are some transformers in big systems. That uh, takes several years when you order them to bring them in and put them online, and we don't, you know, at least on what is known publicly, we do not have an adequate supply of that. So it's a huge risk, and for really an amount of money uh, that's a fraction of the value of the network. Let's just pick a round figure of 10 billion. A lot of the estimates are even lower. You could harden this thing, uh, key elements of it, and make it a good deal less vulnerable. And the next generation of computers could be built with more protection in.
0: So, in a doomsday scenario, if an EMP were exploded somewhere over the eastern seaboard, in a worst case scenario, what would be the casualties?
1: Well, in a worst case scenario, the detonation would be over Dorothy's, Kansas, in the center of the country. And at 300 miles altitude, you would have a circle 360 degrees. With a radius of 1,470 miles. Let's call it 1,500 to make life easy. That covers the continental United States, lower 48 states. Uh, And in a worst case, you could see within a year uh, 90% of the population die. As you don't have electric power, nothing works, you can't even get food to market. It would be catastrophic beyond belief. And if you do it over the eastern seaboard, you could center an explosion at a lower altitude, say, uh, 20, 30 miles up over Pennsylvania. And you would cover about, if you send it there, 600 kilometers or 375 miles, let's call it 400. And what you would do with that is take down the eastern interconnection, which supplies 70 percent of the country's electric power. There are three grids in all.